Welcome to the St. Mark's Lutheran Church by the Narrows podcast channel. The sermon you are about to hear is from our worship service on July 30th, 2023. For more information about the community and ministries of St. Mark's Lutheran Church by the Narrows, you can visit our website, smlutheran.org. There you will find the full online worship service from which this sermon is taken. And if you'd like to contribute financially to help sustain the ministries at St. Mark's, you'll find more information on how to do that there as well. And now, here's Pastor Audrey Lukasek with the Gospel reading. The Gospel for this day is written in the Gospel of St. Matthew, the 13th chapter. Jesus put before the crowds another parable. The dominion of heaven is like a mustard seed that someone took and sowed in a field. It was the smallest of seeds, but when it had grown in its great, greatest of shrubs and became a tree so that the birds of the air come and make nests in its branches. Jesus told them another parable. The dominion of heaven is like yeast that a woman took and mix, mix, mixed it with three measures of flour until all of it was leavened. The dominion of heaven is like treasure hidden in a field, which a man found and hid. Then in his joy, he goes and sells all that he has and buys that field. Again, the dominion of heaven is like a merchant in search of fine pearls. On finding one pearl a great value, he went and sold all that he had and bought it. Again, the dominion of heaven is like a net that was thrown into the sea and caught fish of every kind. When it was very full, they drew it ashore, sat down, and put the good into baskets, but threw out the bad. So it will be at the end of the age. The angels will come out and separate the evil from the righteous and throw them into the furnace of fire, where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Have you understood all of this, Jesus said. They answered, yes. And then Jesus said to them, therefore, every scribe who has been trained for the dominion of heaven is like a householder who brings out of the household treasure what is new and what is old. The gospel of our Lord. Thanks be to God. I invite you to pray with me. Spirit of the living God, come now and grow our faith, deepen our hope, come and strengthen our love and water in each of us a desire to be your faithful family forever. This we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. I invite you today to recall a time when your faith took on a significant meaning. Maybe it was one of those moments in your life where there was great joy. Maybe it was when you were getting ready to marry the love of your life. Maybe it was at the time of a birth or the adoption of a new child who you were going to be welcoming into your home. Maybe it was a time that you graduated either from high school or college or that time when your dream job was offered to you. Recall those times of when faith took on a new meaning and significant role in your life. Maybe it wasn't a joyful time. Maybe it was one of those times where there was great pain. 
maybe a new diagnosis of an illness, of a new disease, that meant that your life was going to be over or different than it had ever been before. Maybe it was the death of a loved one, or there was great sadness, even in a broken relationship. Maybe in those times of great grief and loss and hurt and pain, you found yourself wondering, where is God at in all of this? You wondered if you even had faith at all. Well, today, we want to just embrace all of those different emotions that, and feelings and experiences that you've had in life and to reflect on how your faith helped you through those times. Today in our uh, parable stories, we heard five more parables of Jesus. We hear these parables of where Jesus is telling us it's the, like the kingdom of heaven is like this. The first two that we heard today were with the large crowds. Here Jesus is saying, this tiny, tiny mustard seed, so small, it grows up and it grows into a place that provides shelter. The other one was about yeast being hidden and unseen. And in that yeast, it leavens it all, but turns in to, again, a very wonderful product in the end. And these last three parables that we heard of today were just spoken to the disciples. One was that treasure, that there was unexpected treasure in the field, and it brings great joy. Or that pearl that is found, and that was something new, but one went and bought sold everything that they had to buy that one pearl. Another reminder of where Jesus was asking them, are you ready to give it up to follow me? And then the last one was about the fishnet. It was like the weeds and the wheat that Pastor Mark pro, uh, preached last week about judgment at end times. It was a bold and imaginative vision and a reminder that in the end, and it's not about us judging who is in that net, but rather God is the one who makes decisions and is a free and empowering a reminder of God's kingdom is to rise above all of these difficult circumstances. Now, in each one of these parables, there could be a, a one sermon in itself. But in these sermon or these parables at the end, Jesus said to the disciples, do you understand? And the response was a simple yes. But my question for you is, did the disciples really understand when he said the kingdom of heaven is like this? Maybe they were too afraid to even show that, that the vulnerability of weakness that they weren't really sure if they understood, but in, or even if they might have even felt that there was some doubt in their own faith journey. So today I am so grateful that the ones who pulled together the, these lectionaries together, they took these parables and matched it into one of my favorite um, scripture readings from, that Paul writes to the Roman community. And in that 
uh, text of Romans we hear today of where the Spirit helps us in our weakness. I don't know about you, but in those moments, I am very comforted when I am feeling weak or vulnerable or exposed or just really filled with even a bit of little doubt. I am so grateful that the Spirit helps us in whatever that weakness may be. It is in that time we are also reminded, Paul reminds us, that we may not even know how to pray, but the Spirit intercedes for us through wordless groans. The Spirit intercedes for us when we don't even know how to pray. When I hear this scripture reading of the Spirit intercedes for us, I am reminded of H. George Anderson. He was one of the uh, bishops of the ELCA, and he spoke openly at the time when his wife died of cancer after a long illness. For Bishop Anderson, he here is this person who was the leader of our ELCA, Evangelical Lutheran Church in America, and a pillar of faith, or at least in my eyes. But when he talked about the weak moment at the time of his wife's death, he admitted he didn't really know how to pray. Here he was, he had just started to be the president of Luther College, one of our wonderful Lutheran colleges, and he was the father of two teenage sons. And now when his wife died, he went into great depression and felt great grief. He said, when I sat through that worship service, I didn't even know how of the funeral. I didn't even know how to pray. But I was so grateful for the singing around me and to be comforted to know that the Spirit intercedes for us in those moments of great loss and confusion and of great grief and sadness. In those moments, we may all have them sometime in our lifetime, but that is when the, inner, the Spirit intercedes for us. For myself in my own personal life, I remember the time when my sister asked me after she was diagnosed with a very rare cancer. She was only given 60, 11 months to live. She asked me to go to Holden Village Many of you have been there to Holden Village. She asked me to go because she said, I'm too sick to go myself. So one fall day, three years ago, three and a half years ago in November, I took the journey. I met with my spiritual director, who was a dear friend of mine, the night before. And I said, I'm not sure I really want to go because I would rather be back uh, with my sister because I knew her time was getting near the end of her life. But again, I listened to my sister. And my spiritual director said, write in a journal, I am here because of you, Linda. I am here because of you. As I took that boat ride up to the Holden Dock, it was a rainy day. And as I got nearer to the Holden Dock, on this, in the midst of the rain, the clouds broke open, and there was this rainbow. 
It was a reminder again of how the Spirit, how God intercedes for us in those moments of when we need to be reminded that we are not alone and to be reminded of God's promises. Another story that I remember in my own life of where I didn't even know how to pray came at the time when my mom was also dying. But she had uh, vascular dementia, and I remember bringing communion to her, and I've done this with a number of different people who've had dementia. And when it comes of after saying the words that we hear whenever we have communion of the body of Christ broken for you, the blood of Christ shed for you, and when we say the Lord's Prayer after we hear of that Eucharistic prayer, the number of people with dementia, they can then even participate saying in the Lord's Prayer. And my mom was able to participate. Even though she couldn't remember my name, she could say the Lord's Prayer. The Spirit intercedes for us in those moments of where words cannot even describe what we are going through. Today in our gospel story, we are reminded of God's abundant love for us. But Paul reminds us as well that nothing can ever separate us from the love of God. As we are reminded that whether it's hardship or distress, persecution, famine, homelessness, nakedness, hunger, bullying, or threats, anything that is backstabbing, not even the worst sins in scripture, what Eugene Peterson describes, nothing separates us from the love of God. So again, for all of us, we are on this journey in life. We have been given so much from God, and yet we don't know what the future may be for any of us. But on this day, as we gather for worship and participate in receiving the Lord's Supper, may we be reminded again that nothing, nothing can separate us from the love of God. Nothing, even in those most vulnerable times of our lives. May that bring you the peace that only God is able to give us. Amen. You've been listening to the St. Mark's Lutheran Church by the Narrows podcast channel. Thanks for joining us.